Hello and welcome to the Teachers Inspire podcast, organised and run by Dublin City University. Teachers Inspire is an Ireland-wide initiative that seeks to celebrate teachers and to recognise the transformative role they play in our lives and in our communities. My name is Louise O'Neill and I am delighted that I have been asked once again to curate and share with you the many uplifting stories about teachers who have made a difference in your life. Check out these stories and more on the website teachersinspire.ie Celebrating the influence and impact teachers have had on their students is at the heart of Teachers Inspire. We have heard from hundreds of people who shared their stories, who have happily told us about that one teacher who helped to change their life or how their life looked or felt. Some of the teachers nominated for a Teachers Inspire Award were retired. Others are still working in schools, primary and secondary around the country. And a great many of them trained to be teachers at DCU's Institute of Education and on St. Patrick's campus. I am delighted to be joined today by Professor Anne Looney, Executive Dean of Dublin City University's Institute of Education. Hi Anne. Hi Louise. Thank you so much for coming. Not at all. Delighted to be here. Always <laughs> always happy to talk about teachers and teaching. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I suppose what I find interesting is that obviously, you know, we've been hearing all of these stories about incredible teachers um, and so many, I suppose, of the teachers in Ireland today have come through your Institute of Education. So I suppose, how do you teach the teachers? So it's it's a great question. So I've had the privilege of running in and out of lecture theatres, welcoming them to DCU. And what I say to them is I congratulate them on choosing DCU and I congratulate them on choosing education because, you know, we we need to kind of do the PR piece. (laughs) But then we talk to them a bit about becoming the teacher. Mm. And... It's very easy to get their attention because you you just begin by saying, why are you here? Mm. Because you're here because somewhere along the way you met a teacher Mm -hmm. and you thought, I I really want to be like that, Mm. you know. And I said, think about what it was that inspired you to think about being a teacher. And I'm going to bet, I always say to them, I'm going to bet it wasn't their in-depth knowledge of the classics or just how much they knew about French grammar or the quality of their PowerPoint presentations. It was the person. Mm. It was how they connected with you, their interest in young people, their sense of humour, their joy in their job. Mm. And it wasn't, you know, they they weren't joyful and happy five days a week, you know, all the days of the school term. But it was the human being side of things. And what we say to our students in DCU, and we've said to them, you know, um, in in the tradition, you you know the history of the DCU Institute of Education, Louise. There were, it was born six years ago, but out of a number of smaller institutions with hundreds of years of teacher education, and they all had that emphasis on the person. So what I say to our teachers on that first day, our student teachers, is, yeah, we'll give you the skills. We'll we'll show you how to teach someone to read. We will show you how to teach someone to do long division. You know, we'll show you all of that. You'll leave technically competent. But along the way, we're going to challenge you on the people front. Mm -hmm. Who are you as a person? Mm. Why do you want to teach? What do you embody when you stand in front of a child or young person? Do you make that child or young person feel relaxed or do you make them feel afraid? Now, I think in in an Irish context, the days of feeling afraid Mm -hmm. in front of a teacher, they're long gone. And you've seen that from the stories, Mm -hmm. you know, especially from adults or who, who look at their, you know, 
look at their children now and say how happy they are in school. So I think it's about the the human dimension. And then we also find when we they go into the classroom for the first time. <laughs> oh, that's a great moment, right? So they go out on school placement or into, you know, so they may be going to an early childhood setting or a school. And this is their first time, if you like, being in role as the teacher, the first time they're ever going to be called Sir or Miss or Moon Tour. (laughs) And very quickly they realise that the job of a teacher is to make it look easy. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that what they saw when they were sitting there going, I really want to do that. They saw a teacher making it look easy. They Mm. didn't see the blood, sweat and tears. Mm -hmm. They didn't see the planning. They didn't see the need to think about how is everyone in the class going to achieve. And that's a big moment as well, because Mm. they suddenly realise this is really hard work. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Most stick with it. But even again, at that point, you'll have some people who go, Maybe I just want to do arts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember once being asked to uh, give a. It was like a, a creative writing class for. I think they were they were teenagers, maybe fifteen, sixteen. It was a one day course, and I it was a favor to a friend. And leaving, I think it was about five o'clock. I was supposed to be meet friends for dinner. I could not speak. I was so exhausted Mm -hmm. like I was just so completely drained and I think that's maybe something that people who I suppose joke about teachers with the hours and with the with the holidays that they don't realise that it's like you have to be on you can't you know for a moment let up you you have to be on all the time it is a it is a performance Mm -hmm. in the in the in the biggest sense of Mm -hmm. the word you know I I was a secondary school teacher myself for 15 years or so and then I moved to work in education policy. And on a, I, I remember after my first couple of weeks not being in the classroom, trying to work out what, what is different here. And the, the difference was that on a Friday evening, I could still make a coherent sentence. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> after a week's teaching on a Friday evening, you were just wrung mm. out. Now, it was, you know, it was a it was it was a great school to work in and you had great colleagues, but you were physically exhausted mm. because standing in front of that class group or working with them you know or, and moving from one group to another and, and you know the students are merciless they don't care what's happened in your last class <laughs> yeah. they want 100% in this one yeah. I was a secondary school teacher but you're physically completely wrung out whereas you can be tired at the end of a week in something else but that physicality that comes out of teaching. It's a very, I have colleagues in, in DCU talk about teaching as an embodied profession. Yeah. You know, you're you're in the room wholly and very often you're there on your own and uh, yeah, it's the wear and tear is, uh, the wear and yeah. tear is great but the satisfaction is amazing. Yeah. You know, doing this podcast, I have spoken to like a number of academics and researchers from the Institute of Education. Um, you know, their research has focused on Irish sign language and early education for children and STEM in education. And honestly, like the conversations have been so fascinating. I feel like I've learned mm. so much and it's just really exciting to kind of hear what's happening um, in DCU. And, and I suppose I'm wondering, like, how does that research feed into how you're like shaping the kind of the teachers of the future or does it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's one of it's it's the the Irish government puts a high priority on preparing teachers in higher education settings. Mm. So um, and for us, we're really privileged to be a full faculty of education. And, And that means that within DCU, unusually, 
in universities. Education is, is, is a faculty alongside the business school, the faculty of science and health, the faculty of engineering and computing and the faculty of humanities and social sciences. That's really unusual. Usually education is a tiny piece of the faculty of social sciences okay. in most universities. DCU says education is at really is at the centre of DCU's ambition to transform lives and societies. So mm. the fundamental unit of transformation is the educational experience, the bottom line. Mm. But being within a university and you've met some of the researchers, they are working with our students. Mm. So those researchers, those people who are conducting that research, they're also teaching the teachers of tomorrow. So mm. they're they're in the, the the students who sit in the classrooms are encountering that new that research. They're encountering the things that researchers find about how people talk about science to children, you know, how people communicate with each other, mm. how people interact with, with, with STEM. All of that is informing the teaching and learning. Mm. And I think that's really important because it means that when the students go out as teachers, when they graduate, they're going out with new ideas and they're bringing those into their schools. So that, that, that filters out. And at the Institute, like what is... What's like a typical um, Institute of Education student? Like what is, like I suppose really, like who who is the next generation of, of students? So it's, that is changing and we're, you know, it's, it's changing very slowly. So um, if you take a typical kind of primary teacher, mm. a t- primary teacher education candidate. So to, to become a, a primary teacher, to get into the programme, you have to do exceptionally well in Irish and mathematics, mm-hmm. right? Now I know why that is, and I, I, um, and I, I think there are two I, because Irish and mathematics are the part of the languages of how you learn. Uh, everything else, you know, maths is the basic language of science. It's it's understanding coding. It's understanding the world. Yeah. And within an Irish context, we have two languages, and we have an integrated language curriculum. So I do understand the policy, but the consequences of it are quite significant. One of the consequences are that there are schools that do not offer higher level maths Mm. or there are schools that higher level maths is offered to a very few, very few students or there are schools which for a variety of reasons they don't have a tradition of students doing well in in, in maths. Mm. So that makes it exceptionally difficult for those students to, to get that standard. And Irish, well, it's kind of obvious, mm-hmm. right? That if you are, if yeah. you were not born in Ireland or yeah. you're a first generation immigrant, while you, you, while you could learn and acquire language, the chances of you getting to the level acquired to enter into primary teaching, I think they're limited. And yeah. I think that affects the, uh, the, the ethnic makeup of yeah. our, our, our groups. And I think that's a problem. Now, yeah, we're, we're doing some work with, um, with schools um, where we provide supports, um, especially in neighbourhoods near DCU, for supports for students who want to teach. We give them extra tuition in maths. We give them extra tuition in Irish. We help them right across from the time they're in second and third year in school. Mm. They come to our hubs. It's it's funded by the HEA. They come to our hubs and we support them in trying to trying to meet the requirements yeah. to, to get in. So we certainly see some of those students coming through and we are thrilled. Yeah. Students who come from communities where they never had a tradition of sending somebody to be a primary teacher. Really important. Yeah. But I, I still, there's still too big a gap yeah. between what the students look like and what a class looks like. I would, have, yeah. And so there's, a, there is more work to be done there now. I and can, what would you think that it would look like? I think we, well, I think when it comes to the Irish language, I know it's a radical suggestion, but I certainly think I, we, we might need to think about focusing on the standard of Irish they have when they leave college rather than standard of Irish they have when they come in. That's a good idea. 
you know so we yeah. say we say it's a threshold you have to meet the target to get in but what if we were able to say well give us 10 students who have got some Irish or 20 yeah. students who've got some Irish and we really work on, on the Gaelga with them and we, when they leave yeah. they'll have the, the Irish that they, they need I think that, that's, that's one that, that's one component I, I think of, of a solution I think it is changing though Louise I can, we also do uh, we have a lot of relationships with further education colleges DCU has so we've, we, we bring in students who've got a who might have done a PLC course mm-hmm. before they come in and so you, you can certainly see that variety there yeah. there's much more diversity in post-primary where there isn't a requirement to have yeah. Irish so that's you know that's interesting isn't it yeah you can see far yeah. more you can see far more headscarves you see far more different languages different surnames yeah. uh, a, a bigger even a bigger gender diversity on the yeah. on the on the post primary side yeah. than you do on the primary side so there's something about irish that's acting as a filter and a block so i do that is on my agenda yeah. <laughs> i'd love to see us trying to beginning beginning to tackle I mean that I one. also wonder is there something about the way Irish is taught in schools I mean I know that um, that DCU has a pilot um, for deaf teachers um, and I, I mean obviously that is really crucial because up until now deaf children have not been ta- well have traditionally not been taught by um, teachers who are deaf and I suppose it just really goes to show how important like representation is um, mm-hmm. and that I suppose if you are a child you know who is from a working class background or a traveller background or you know um, you know if you're a black or brown child that like I suppose to see yourself in the person standing at the top of the class and just to think well if they can do it then I can too I mean I think that must be Huge. It's it's huge, and and the the work that Elizabeth, my my colleague Elizabeth Matthews, did around that program, but the is really significant. But the background battle mm. that we had around that program with um, around Irish, because mm. because so these students came in with English and Irish sign language as their two languages mm. instead of having English and Irish. Mm. And so these students were the first to enter a B.Ed. programme without Irish. And to say that the, the policymakers were nervous about it yeah. um, because it was such a departure in the state. Mm. And they said, well, one cohort, just, just one group, one group, keep it small. You know, now we're, we're going to have a second group of, of, of Irish sign language users, which is, is fantastic. But they were extremely nervous about moving away from Irish because Irish is not just a language in Ireland. Mm. There is a whole set of political, historical yeah. um, baggage around around Irish, and um, we're we're still not able to address some of those. I think, yeah. but I think it's definitely impacting on the diversity of the teaching mm. of the teaching profession, and we mm. have to find some more creative ways. I think, and, and, and of respecting it, both uh, sides, yeah, really, exactly. Yeah. And and it, it's saying maybe there might be some students who could come in with a with a with a, a poorer standard of Irish, but who are committed to the language because yeah. it's, it is the na- it is one of the and two national languages and it's important. Yeah. But maybe we could work with them to graduate to graduate yeah. with Irish instead of saying you have to get to to X standard before you come in. But you haven't a hope of it because, you know, yeah. because of the school that you go to or the, your own experience of Irish mm-hmm. in schools as well. So I, I think it's a com- mm. it's a complicated one, but it is definitely related to diversity in the, in, yeah. the, in, the, in, the, in the teaching force. But then 
we also have a great tradition in DCU of of working with communities, as I said, to 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 get opportunities for people who mightn't otherwise have that opportunity to become to become teachers, and that's that's great to see. And in our post primary teacher education programs, we have mature students, we've people who convert yeah. from other other careers uh, because they want to work with real human beings. As one yeah. said to me, I want <laughs> yeah. to make, I want to really I, I'm tired of working with machines. I want to work yeah. with people. So you do get that as well. But um, yeah, the diversity project. Is a, is, a, is a way to go. It's I can even see, I started in DCU maybe six years ago. So I see the first years every every year. I mm. go in and say hello to them and I can definitely see changes. Mm. So I can certainly see that because the school demographic is changing. Of course. So even without yeah. policy interventions around teaching, you're, you're starting to see some changes, yeah. which which is great. Which is brilliant. But yeah. we could, we could, we could we do, do better. better. As they yeah. say on a good school report, could do better in this area. <laughs> I think we can all say, you know, in life in general, yeah. you know, we, could do, we could do better. So, yeah, so I just, I really appreciate you coming in today. I really appreciate just you giving your time. Um, and that was just such a great conversation. So thank you so much. Not at all, Louise. And now I give you some homework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it? The Kigura is in. No, the Kigura says we've no homework today. <laughs> yeah, free homework pass. Not at all, Louise. Enjoyed talking to you. Thank Thanks you so a lot. Much. Thanks. Bye. It was lovely to hear from Anne Looney about the student teachers currently at the Institute of Education in DCU. What about their thoughts about wanting to teach? Our producer, Elaine Kyo, chatted to some of them. So my name is Neve Cullen and I'm in third year doing teaching in DCU. And my name is Katie McCabe and I'm in first year doing teaching in DCU. Um, I think I've always wanted to become a teacher, but I've always loved um, like the school environment. I had a really positive experience in school and I always uh, loved the idea of working with kids. I think it's a real happy um, environment to be working in. Um, and I think like different teachers, like my old principal, Anne Mary, she was definitely a big influence. She she was always so great and helpful. And I don't know, it just made school so happy for me. So I think I'd love to do that as well for other children. Were you always thinking about primary school teaching as opposed to secondary? Yeah, it was always primary school teaching. I think um, I like the younger children. What about yourself, Katie? You're you're also studying primary school teaching. Um, I would say I had a fairly positive experience in primary school as well, but my mum also worked in a primary school. I'd spend a lot of time there in the summer and I'd always go into the classrooms and I'd pretend I was a teacher. I'd stand up the top of the room like I had a whole class in front of me and I always just felt like so comfortable and so right in that position and then I went on and I was doing work experience in schools and I just completely fell in love with it. I just couldn't imagine doing anything else. Is there anything about training to be a, a primary school teacher that you hadn't anticipated or or that really has made you realise that perhaps the job you know was much broader or requires perhaps more of yourselves than you thought before you started? Um, I think the course is definitely very intense more intense than I expected and placement placement can be quite difficult um but I think I don't I really I'm enjoying the course there's a lot to it there's a lot of different aspects to it that I wasn't expecting at different subjects but also at like philosophy and sociology like there's a lot more to it than I was expecting there to be but I'm really liking it and there's definitely different areas you can branch off into like psychology children and stuff like that like if you wanted to in the future if you wanted to do more but yeah no I think it's really broad. Um, I was completely shocked when I went in because I had no idea we had like philosophy like intellectual studies anything like that 
and even like looking at pedagogies of teaching I had no idea it was so um advanced the thinking behind the teaching I just thought that they walked in the room and it was like right we're doing this today it was just I was completely shocked by the amount of work and thought that was put into everything that we have to do in the classroom how do you feel then in terms of your futures as teachers in Ireland in terms of both you know what it will be like when you're out teaching in primary schools um as well as perhaps how, how you feel maybe you know the education you're getting now will prepare you for that um I feel like the education I'm getting at the moment is like incredible like it's so in-depth and so useful in the classroom like we do so many seminars and workshops where we are the students and our lecturers are the teachers so we're actually being immersed in the experience so we completely understand like what is actually happening in the moment so I feel like I'm going to be completely prepared for Ireland and other countries to teach. I think I definitely feel fully prepared with what we've done in DCU I think definitely the seminars and the workshops have been brilliant it's um, it's a much better way of like learning and really being able to put yourself in the shoes of the kids to see what is best for their learning um, I think I'll definitely be fully prepared for the future um, like Katie said in Ireland and in other countries definitely The voices of some of the teachers of the future thanks to them all for chatting to Teachers Inspire I'm Louise O'Neill and thank you for joining me for this episode of the Teachers Inspire Ireland podcast you can hear all of the episodes wherever you get your podcasts And you can find out more and maybe tell us about a teacher that made a difference in your life at teachersinspire.ie. Until the next time.